Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Now, coalition leaders are gathering this evening to put the finishing touches on cost of living supports to be approved at Cabinet tomorrow morning. Hotels, pubs and restaurants have been making desperate last-ditch appeals to hold on to the reduced VAT rate that they have enjoyed since the pandemic, warning that tens of thousands of jobs will be lost otherwise. But the government and expert advisors like the Commission on Taxation have argued for rates to return from 9% to the standard 13.5%. Well, Denise Campbell is President of the Irish Hotels Federation and Timmy Dooley is a Fianna Fáil centre who's been highly critical of what he calls price gouging by hotels and they both join us now. You're both very welcome to the programme this afternoon. Um, Denise, I'll come to yourself first and I might just get reaction to those figures that uh, we heard from Falter Ireland today which show a big decrease in visitors from Britain and North America last year. Sarah, hi. Yeah, that's correct. The figures that were announced today show that Falter Ireland has shown the passenger arrivals from the UK are down 21% versus those that would have come to Ireland in 2019. So really, you know, that, that's a huge concern for us. And, and now is not the time to be putting tourism at risk by adding further consumer taxes. So by adding the additional 400 million euros will really jeopardise our recovery. Um, it, is it possible, or what do you think, that tourists aren't coming here, Denise, because it's actually become too expensive? Because the head of Fault Ireland, when he was talking about these figures earlier today, really quite pointedly said that the industry needs to be mindful of value for money. And he said there were early warning signs about Ireland's reputation for value. No, I, 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 would, I would disagree with that. I think there's great value to be had throughout the length and breadth of the country, really. Um, so, so no, I, I wouldn't agree with that. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we have a great reputation and we need to do everything we can to protect that and to protect our competitive advantage. And if the VAT rate there does go up to 13.5%, we will be the third highest VAT rate in all of Europe. And that would really put us, it would really jeopardise our recovery. So mm-hmm. now is definitely not the time to be adding further consumer taxes to people. Yeah, I, I know you're saying you disagree with what the head of Fault Ireland is saying, but what he's talking about is ratings that Ireland is getting. I assume this is in research that Fault Ireland is doing amongst both domestic, UK and European visitors. And he said in those ratings, so they're going and asking people, what do you think? And in those ratings, they're seeing early warning signs on our value for money rating. So, so whatever you might think about value for money, mm-hmm. people in the UK and Europe and, and perhaps more uh, to come in the US as well and, and also domestically don't agree. So, so the UK market pre-COVID would have been 42% of our total uh, tourism coming into the country and really the UK would be a concern for us at the moment because you know they're hitting a four four decade um, high in recent months in their consumer confidence so really we do need to do all we can to provide good value you know but adding a further 50% onto the consumer tax is just not the right thing to do at the moment. Um, I know in your open letter to government party leaders on, on behalf of the Irish hotels and guest houses, you talked about this adding 50% onto the consumer tax and you said, um, I think that that would add a further €400 million Euro onto costs mm-hmm. for, for Irish people. Um, yeah, people pay an additional €400 million Euro more in taxes on, on everything from the price of a cup of coffee to the price of a meal mm-hmm. to a stay out in a hotel and the cost of a wedding. So is that is that the Hotels Industry Federation saying, if this comes to us, it'll go to the consumer, it will be passed on its, in its entirety? It's a consumer tax, Sarah, and individual businesses 
will make their own decision on it and they do we will do all we can to provide the good value that we always do provide but like there's no expectations that that businesses are going to be able to absorb this tax you know we've all highlighted the huge increase in cost of doing businesses that we've encountered since start of the year energy costs have gone up in some instances 300% which is huge for businesses to absorb and then our cost of food has increased and also the cost of our supplies has increased. So really, now is not the time to be adding further costs to mm-hmm. businesses. Well, let's bring in Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Dooley. And I know in May of last year, Timmy, you did a survey of hotel prices. You might remind us what you found. Yeah, well, at the time we did a, a kind of a desktop study uh, looking at the value, uh, or rather the prices of hotels um, in Dublin versus other capital cities uh, around Europe. And at the time, Uh, Dublin was certainly uh, on the upper end of the market. It was significantly ahead of places like Paris, uh, London uh, and and Frankfurt. And at the time, there was considerable pressure uh, in the domestic market um, and people were identifying for all of us um, what they believed was an element of price gouging. I know Denise and I know the Hotels Federation, I know they do an excellent job, but a, a relatively small number of players uh, in the market had been charging very high prices for the, a number of remaining rooms, which gives a very bad image. And people had approached me, and indeed most other politicians, who they could handle the notion uh, of being told there was no rooms available, but being told, you know, there are three rooms left uh, and what might normally be expected to be sold for somewhere between 150 and 170, they were now looking for 300, 350 mm. uh, for a three-star or a low-end a low four-star. And that does create a bad image, and I can sh- But does that happen that everywhere, Timmy? You know, everywhere you go, there's places. a concert on or there's a match on, you know, accommodation goes up in price. I accept that, but it was happening with much greater frequency in Dublin at the time. Some of it is as a result, no doubt, uh, of there being a, a, a continued shortage of hotel rooms because at the time we were at the height of the, 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 the Ukrainian um, people coming in and still there, very considerable numbers accommodated in hotels that's certainly taking up um, a significant amount uh, of, of, of space. But, 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 I mean, Denise's point is, is, is well made. I think the difficulty is for some hotels, hotels in, in, in the capital city and on the east coast are doing really well. It's a different story in the west of Ireland and maybe part of the, the Midlands where they're very much dependent on certain times of the year totally focused on, 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 on tourism. Whereas so do you think the VAT rate should go up or not? You see, I think you have to balance it against, there's, the government has uh, a limited amount of money that is to spend. So do you, do you give it back to the hoteliers or do you try to help the elderly the people with disability uh, and those on very, families on very low income? Um, I do think that we're going to have to move back, certainly for hotels, back towards the 13.5% because I think there's demand for hotels. You just take a look today on Booking.com, four-star hotel, generally on average price about €130, Euros, and Booking.com will be the, one of the lowest uh, prices, three-star somewhere between 100 and 120 That's not rack rate. That's not, that's not bargain basement. Um, February, the end of February isn't the middle of the tourist season. So, you know, there's So you a, think hotels are doing all right? I think they're getting by. All I right. think ones in the cities, I, I, I certainly think ones outside of the capital have a, have, have a very different profile. But you can't have two different VAT rates, can you, for, or can you, for in, in the city and outside? I, I think there may be certain supports needed for them. And I also recognise too, from Denise's perspective, that hotels have had very serious and significant increases in energy costs. Now, I'm hopeful that the government will relook at um, that scheme that's in place, that energy support scheme for small to medium enterprises, because mm. in the budget there was about, I think, 1.3 billion set aside 
My understanding is that there has been a very low level of uptake, and I understand from some of the businesses that have applied, they've been unable to get into the scheme yeah, and I because know the criteria is very scheme, tight. Yeah, and that's going to be redrawn. To try well, and hopefully it'll be redrawn it. because not everybody is on natural gas. Not everybody has okay. electricity as their main problem. Okay, form, well, so I want we to go back to, to Louise. Um, and what do you, sorry, Denise, rather, excuse me. What do you think, Denise, of, of what uh, Timmy's saying there, that most hotels or a lot of hotels are doing just fine? Look, I mean, just to get back to, to Timmy's point there on his on his research, you know, independent data showed that from September, say for the previous three years, hotel prices in Dublin increased by 18%. And really, that's not huge if you compare Paris compared was up 34% and Rome was up 29%. So really, on average... It was double the rate of inflation during that time. Exactly. So, so, so. No, sorry, really, what do you mean exactly? It went up seventeen percent, I think, over over the previous three years. I'm looking at CSO research that uh, that hotel prices had increased by up to, up to seventeen percent over over the previous three years, and that was double the price of inflation. But our average—that's our average room rate, Sarah. But why? Why is that, that a good thing? Our, why are you quoting that as a good thing? I'm just I'm just showing you if, you if we say relative to where we are against other European cities, as in as I said, Rome is up twenty nine percent and Paris is up thirty four. But we live in Ireland, if, and it was double yeah. the rate of inflation. So what possible reason was there for it? But if if you look at it, the, the rates that, that that maybe Timmy referred to there really were were just a small portion of rooms, and that there is good value to be had. And that if if, if I just go back to Timmy's point there about tourism and the hospitality rate, tourism delivers in spades. So if you think about it, in his own constituency in 2019, the sorry, I, I might jobs. just bring you, I might just bring you back to the point because you brought it up yourself. That, that hotel prices increased by 17% over three years, which was double yeah. the rate of inflation. Now hotels are crying and saying, oh, inflation's so high, we can't keep up. And we can't, you know, energy is so high and the cost of food is so high and all the supplies are so high, etc. And that's true. Inflation is very high at the moment. But when it wasn't that high, you were going, you were increasing your prices at double the rate of inflation. But if, if, if we compare our other, our European cities, we're priced very competitively, Sarah, is my point. And, and that, that's what I was saying if we compare ourselves to other cities and that on those key nights is a capacity issue in Dublin. But if, if I go back to um, the tourism mm. and, and the VAT rate, that now is definitely not the time that we shouldn't do anything to jeopardise the recovery. And that in any given year, tourism contributes seven and a half billion euros to the economy. And, and that money that's spent in uh, every town and every county in Ireland is spent with local suppliers and it just is, is a multiplier so really mm. we're delivering in spades and that now is definitely not the time to increase well, you know, the, the, whole, the whole reason the for the VAT rate being cut, of course, was because of COVID. And the hospitality industry, I think most people would recognise, was very badly affected by COVID specifically because mm-hmm. people could not go out and stay with hotels or they couldn't go out and eat in restaurants. That is over. Yeah, I think we'll all agree that that aspect is over. People are going out, hotels are full, restaurants are full, try getting a, a seat in a restaurant on a Friday night in Dublin City, for example, or on a Saturday night. And other industries, the construction industry, the retail industry, they're all affected by inflation too, by the cost of rising energy and by the cost of supplies. And they're not getting a VAT rate cut. So why should you? Because your special pleading case is over now, isn't it? Well, 10 out of the last 12 years, the VAT rate has been at 9%, and it's proven that it's the right rate. And if we go back to 13.5%, which we only were for two years in the last 12 years, we, we lose our competitive advantage, and we're, now is not the time that we do that. We need to make sure that we're building a sustainable industry and continuing 
to create employment and to deliver to the right. economy. So now is definitely not the time to increase the consumer tax Just rate. Just a final word to yourself, Timmy. A report commissioned by the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation last week had found 24,000 jobs would be lost if the rate returns to 13.5%. Uh, so what would you say to hospitality workers listening this evening who might be thinking their job could be gone if you go ahead with this? Well, I'd like to see that report because what I hear from everybody in the sector is their inability to find staff. Um, There seems to be both hotels and restaurants are finding it really, really difficult. So I'm not sure uh, on what that on what data that report has created, but it's certainly not in line with what I'm hearing from people in the sector. I I recognise there's a a really great pressure on on, on the sector at the minute. I think the restaurants have a very strong case to plead. I think hotels outside the capital city have a case to plead. I think there's no pleading from those in the capital city because they have a very significant demand. Okay. Their prices would dictate that. Um, they're getting the prices that they're, that they're looking for. Um, but that, that's going to be a difficulty for the Department of Finance, how they kind of manage that on the one hand, because you can't have a separate rate for every county uh, or for a large city can't. versus the county. But, but there are other supports that can be provided to work your way through. Because at the end of the day, let's recognise through when you identified uh, that the taxpayer through the government um, helped the sector, the, the tourism sector through. I mean, any hotelier you meet, any restaurant okay. will say that they felt that they got good support during those two years. That came off the back of the taxpayer too. So I think there's, it's, it's going to be a difficult square to circle. All right. But, but, well, but we'll, I, see, we'll see what happens. Help. Thank you both very much for joining us. That's Timmy Dooley and Denise Campbell. You can let us know what you think to 5151.